Musical Insights. The Rock Out with Mark Ridland. The best in brand new classic rock, metal and punk. So this is Mark Ridland down at the booking hall reporting for The Rock Out. And I'm here with Herman from Dragon Force. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hi there. See, it's good to catch up with you. The other guys are... <laughs> hiding. They're hiding somewhere in the dressing room. <laughs> they're always, they never get together. I understand you never all get together to do interviews because you're the only one that talks like proper... You don't talk rubbish. Well, that is exactly correct. You got it right. I'm, I'm happy someone finally, finally revealed the truth. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get much out of them. You get one of them, they're okay. You get two of them, they just start, you know, messing around. So, I mean, but to be honest, you really want the truth. Go on. I don't know. It's, that is the truth. <laughs> so, um, the band's well known for power metal. But was it that genre that really got you into music? Or was it some other kind of music genre you really like? The first time I got into music was rock music, but that was like Bon Jovi in Europe. Yeah. So I heard that kind of music, and I heard that Iron Maiden. I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. I never heard electric guitar, no idea what it was. And I just really liked the sound of the electric guitar instantly and the guitar solos. I just thought, this is amazing. Nice. Yeah. So um, what is the reason behind the band name? Because I know the band originally was Dragonheart, and then that had to get changed because there was another band. So what's the reason behind the name of Dragon Force? Well, you just gave me the answer. <laughs> just because you wanted to change it. There was another band the same name. And Dragon Force sounds cooler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah much cooler. So there you go. Yeah, Dragon Heart. I'm sure there's like a, a, a rubbish movie. It gets a bit, it's get a bit emo-y now. You oh, say yeah. heart, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, yeah, it's just um, just that thing. And, and we actually thought Dragon Force sounded more powerful and cooler. Yeah, so. yeah, much more powerful. So you've just uh, well released the seventh studio album, Reaching Into Infinity, in May this year. And so far, you've released an album every two years. So are we looking to get another one in two years' time? No, because um, actually, The Power Within came out four years after Ultra Beatdown. Ah, there you go, you yeah. see, it's not all true. Uh, so, no, we're not going to have an album out next year. Okay. So but how do you or, feel that the band has actually developed since your first album, all them years ago? Um, Apart from the band members changing, of course. How do you feel the sound of the band has changed? I mean, it's conti- if some, I mean, most people that don't know the music or understand the music or like the band think everything sounds the same. Yeah. But I can tell you for facts, well, music's not actually factual, but let, let me off, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that every single Dragon Force album does, do not none of them sound the same they continuously evolution and I would say the only two that cl- sounds the closest to each other is Ultra Beatdown and In Human Rampage ah. the rest I don't think they sound very close at all it's continuously evolving and moving forward and adding more stuff and trying to get better all the time so yeah. I yeah. mean a lot of your fans and that listen to the music and really get into like into the rhythm of the music but not all of them actually listen to all the lyrics which, if you sit there and listen to the lyrics and a lot of your songs, there's a, there's a hell of a lot of meaning behind the songs. So who's, who actually writes all the songs? Or is it a big collaborative? Uh, it depends on the song, you know, different lyrics. I mean, on, on a new album, you've got lyrics by uh, Fred and Sam. And earlier albums are different, you know, different kind of songwriting dynamics. So, like, um, we're always changing, you know. There's not like one person have to do the same thing all the time because it's... To be honest, there are more and more things to do as the band carries on and become you know, a lot more active. So there's more things to do, believe it or not. Yeah. The, the internet and social media have created even more trouble for musicians to do things that they don't want to do. Yeah, you definitely. Know? 
Yeah. So you guys seem to be doing your own thing. So you like to get out there and just make something completely different because you've got all the at the moment you've got like all the emo bands and things like that. Whereas you guys have stuck with proper power metal and there's some there's some ballads in some of your music as well. And it's you know, it's something that makes you a bit different and a bit more intriguing for the listeners. So it's nice to have that kind of thing. Now. Um, question for you then as the other guys aren't here so are there any other bands that either past or current that you'd really like to tour with that you haven't done so far we've toured almost I mean we've toured a lot of bands you know, from yeah. Iron Maiden to I don't know we did the Slipknot tour in America Disturbed you know and yeah. then we've done stuff that is similar style you know in the genre like Halloween in Japan we've done everything Aussie well, you, you know um, I guess we haven't done Dream Theater. We haven't done a tour ah, of Dream Theater. Yeah. I know Dream Theater don't really take support bands either. <laughs> you know, they do the two hours and a half set, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so, but that would be a kind of a cool tour, I would say. But probably never going to happen. You know, just yeah, they, they, got, yeah. they got they got they got a you know they got a great fan base that want to see you know three hours of music. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So right, couple of questions that have come in from Facebook. We got one from Jacob. Who said, do you still enjoy playing through the fl- fire and through the flames live after all these years? Live, yes. I, I still enjoy playing it live, but I I can tell you I almost never ever play at home. Oh, right. <laughs> off the you know, off the tour. Yeah. Uh, live is a different experience each night. We can do stuff, we can do different stuff, you know, on stage. You know, it's like sometimes you hit that spinning air, jump and land, you go and hit the chord, you go, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yeah, at home you're just sitting there on the chair. You know? <laughs> it's not that much fun. No, but live definitely, that's good. Um, Sarah has asked, do you have any family influences in music? So any of your parents or anything play music? No. No? Just you. Simple answer. None. <laughs> Zero. Well, that was quick and easy. Right, on Twitter then, uh, Kimika has said, over the whole of the UK tour, what was your favorite place to play and favorite song from that show? Um, I guess London. London was a great show and it's a hometown show as well. Um, we had a lot, you know, to see your friends again. I haven't been able to see a lot of the friends actually, to be honest, um, just being on tour and be away. So it was, it was a good show to see. Um, everyone had a great time, you know, the opener, um, special guests, Parkwest had a great time, everyone, you know. So, you know, from a London-based band, originally from London, yeah. um, you know, it was, it, was, um, it was cool. Okay, you also wanted to know what, what favourite song from that show in particular? Uh, Can you think of one that was your favourite? I don't know, Through the Fan Flames. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Vadim, is it your bass player? He's not a bass player, no. No? Uh, he said, uh, have you ever played your own song on Guitar Hero UK? You know, this has been... This been um, this is the most unoriginal question. Oh, no. We've been asked that. It wasn't me. It was every someone else. interviews. So I think I'm gonna shoot the messenger this time. <laughs> oh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. So yeah, Vadim, you've got me in trouble. Um, no, no, Vadim is the is, is in the band. Ah, yes. Yes. He's replying to someone. No, no, that was a question he wrote on my status on my tweet. Vadim. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's making fun of you. Oh no. This is. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch him later on. He nailed you there. Yeah. So, um, what is the craziest thing you've that has ever ever happened to you whilst on tour? What's the what? Craziest thing that's craziest. ever happened. Craziest. What's yeah. it's crazy? It's right. You can swear. It's a What's rock the, show. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> swearing. You don't seem to swear. Swearing do you? don't makes you cooler. No, you don't. You swear. know, it's like it's unoriginal. I know. 
Yeah, yeah we've been here, we've been chatting to you for nearly eight minutes. You've not sworn. Yeah, once. I mean, yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but craziest thing, I mean, what's the crazy scale like? Something, someone, I mean, it's almost like being on tour for so long and seeing so many crazy things. We don't even know what's crazy. I mean, we have. I think I still think whatever. I still think no matter how, what, we're not that amazing. Okay, we're well, not that yeah. awesome as people say we are. We're just normal people. So seeing people crying or like you know female fans crying when they see us is a shock for me. Okay. It's like I mean I think I think that's pretty crazy. I've seen like women crying in the hotel lobby like you know certain countries because they saw us. Like, oh my god, Dragon Force here in tears. Yeah. I mean I don't know with that ugly, but you know. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's um, that's pretty. Pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. We don't. We play kind of music that, you know, we're not like, I don't know, young Justin Bieber or <laughs> whoever is whoever is whoever is popular now, who is hunky and you know girls like. We're not. We're definitely not the sex symbol of music here. Well, you know, you make the, the music talks for itself. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay, so they're crying for the music. There yeah. we go. <laughs> and um, one last question I've got on here. Is where has been the best place that you've ever played? There's no such thing. No? You haven't discovered the best place yet. There's no such thing as the best place. Everywhere there's a compromise. Everywhere there's a good and a bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll go for that. Yeah. So, we're looking forward to the gig tonight. How long is your set? How long is our set? Um, 1 hour 45? That's not bad, is it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know why the headline bands that play for an hour. Yeah. It's for me it's total shocking. Yeah. Totally shocking. Yeah, you gotta make the most of it, will you? Well, when you're on this tour, this is the last date of your UK tour, and then you're off to Europe for however long it is now, is it another couple of weeks? We have a lot of we have uh, what seven albums or eight? Seven, right? Seven, seven studio albums, seven studio two live albums. albums. There you go. Checking your knowledge there. Yeah. And we can't just go and play an hour. We're now 45, just put as many songs as possible. We have long songs, a lot of old songs are long. We've got like 10 minute songs, we've got a couple of them. Yeah. So that's just um, how it is. If they don't like the music, you know, that's their problem. But most people, I would say, they come to the show, they want to hear the songs. And there's still people saying, well, you didn't play that song, you didn't play that song. We can't. We're already doing, you know, one hour, 45, two hours. Yeah. You know, we actually been doing two hours in all the countries. Blimey. So looking forward to a good night tonight. So, so thank you very much, Herman, for thank chatting you. with us.
The Rock Out with Mark Rigland. The best in brand new classic rock, metal and punk. Musical Insights. <laughs>